What the fuck is up, listeners? I am Henry, aka Ugly Delicious, and you are listening to Two Good Game Do Us Part Night Boys Edition. Of course, it is Troy, aka the Brooding Bear himself. What's up? I don't know how I. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these intros, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you be, what you, you be out here. What you mean? It's a good intro. You might be out here way too much. All right. Well, anyways, what is going on, guys? As usual, if you guys don't know already, this this podcast is about us bullshitting and talking about all things esports related and gaming related. Because, you know, every now and then I have something very wild to say about some bullshit that's going on in the gaming world. Troy, how are you tonight on this lovely Monday night? Um, I was doing great and up until actually that's a lie. My sanity is hanging on by a thread. And it got a little bit worse when we started me trying to turn my mic up, you know, because Henry wouldn't turn me up in my headphones. You know what I'm saying? I had to get my rap. Okay, I'm just BSing. No, I'm I'm doing okay. <laughs> um I'm just surviving. I could be better, but I'm making it. How about yourself? I think we, uh, I think we can all be better. Um, but right now I'm good. I'm chilling. You know, it's uh, I've had a day of rest, relaxation. I wasn't able to. I I wasn't able to record yesterday because I was working, and now it's we're recording on a late night Monday. You know. And you know. You know. It's funny. I had started recording by myself, and then like ten minutes in, I was just like, I'm kind of exhausted. I don't feel good. Yeah, I'll just wait until tomorrow when Henry. This can guy, this guy was trying to boot me off the podcast. You guys see this shit? He's trying to get me off. Speaking of actually, which, we're actually looking that's... for a third host. Um, trying to get Henry the fuck out of here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I would like to bring a third person on though. I feel like it'd be fun. Oh, I would love to have uh, anybody. Want, if anybody wants to come and be like, we're open to having guest slots, and so whether that's on Discord or doing it live. If we're recording in the, let's just say the DC area or in the New York City area, if you guys want to come and be a, a guest host for an episode or two, we'd love you. And who knows if, if if you fucking pop off, maybe we'll be like, hey, do you want to do this all the time? And they're gonna be like, no, because that's commitment, and people are afraid of commitment. Oh, me all the time. Mm, we can talk about that off air. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to get into, my man? Do we just want to get into like? the quote-unquote big news of of uh, a certain streamer already or do we want to hold that well we have like two big topics to talk about this week uh-huh and it was a, a really busy week and more than i expected so let's not start with uh big news one i shall say let's start with semi big news riot confirming that they're working on a fighting game which that we is all like, I was like, that is the worst kept secret ever. Um, it really was, but I think it was more of like people knew it was happening, but because people were so aware that it was happening and we got no information on it, I don't know if like people just was like, all right, whatever, forget it, or like if it just really took that back seat, you know? Because like after a while, you heard no one talking about it. Yeah. And it wasn't even like speculation anymore. It was just like, oh, we'll get it when we get it. But I wanted, I kind of wanted those conversations to continue because, like, I feel like 
either Riot would have been rushed to put it out, which could have been a good or bad thing. But I think mm-hmm. we also would have got more information earlier um, than just like, hey, it's Evo. We're working on, like, Riot's working on a fighting game. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I feel like if, if like, people would have kept it and, like, kept the buzz up, it might have put, like, pressure or lit, like, a fire under Riot's ass that would have been, like, we should get this out to the people as quick as possible while yeah, still so, making it good. Um, You know the update, right? For what? On that? On uh, the fighting game? Yeah. No, no, no. Update me. Um, so, the, the update... The as from as actually as from slasher uh, as of two days ago, Seth Killian, who they kind of said was involved with making this big fighting game, um, he actually it was revealed that he left like Riot a couple months ago. Uh, like he was like kind of working on it on the fighting game project while he was at Riot for the past three years. But a couple months ago, he actually left to go work for Epic, and he's been working at Epic now for a few months. Um, so I don't know how that actually affects the fighting game. If Seth was re- if Seth was like working really really hard on it, because I know he's done a lot for Riot. Um, you know, I don't know if like he was just like a side thing for him, or if he was like like a key member on the development of the fighting game. So I don't know what that means for this fighting game now. Could it mean that it's like not going to be as good because Seth's not involved with it, or is it going to be better because everyone feels like they got to work ten times harder because they're missing because they lost such like a a big piece of the team who knows i think i think that it probably will do fine and it'll probably meet their expectations mainly because i'm pretty sure the game is far far enough in development where they shouldn't really have issues in regard to i guess gameplay and like if it's fun like I feel mm. like most of that's probably ironed out by now, especially if they're allowing people to say, "Hey, we're working on this." Mm-hmm. But I also think that with the caliber that Riot has put behind um, League of Legends, that the fighting game will be fine. Like they're not gonna just release some half-assed product because yeah. I think Riot now is considered a AAA studio. But they've only done like League, TFT, you know, like League is like their baby. So it's like they've taken care of it. So I can't see them releasing any other game. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I feel like TFT, it's still like within League, I think. It's not really its own. I personally don't feel it's like its own entity. Yeah, it's not. But what I'm saying is when they put something out, they want it to be worth it. They want people to enjoy it and like. Like most of the time when Riot, when they put something new out in regards to League, outside of like characters, like game modes, they'll put it out for a little bit, see if people like it. Some people will have fun with it, but then at at some point, like they take it away if they realize like people aren't playing this game mode as much and they'll make it kind of like a, a limited time thing that you may see like, you know, maybe once or twice a year when they want to change up game modes. Yeah. But I mean, with something it being like a new IP, like an entirely new game, I can't see them just like half-assing any parts of it at all. I mean, if you think about it, they also they acquired. You know, in 2016, they acquired the company. They bought the company that made Rising Thunder. They made yeah. they bought Radiant Entertainment. So I'm pretty sure as soon as they bought them, they were like, "Hey, everyone, I know you guys have all been re- working on Rising Thunder." 
But can you make this lead character? Can you make Timo be able to fight? Okay, cool. Let's get that going, please. Thanks. Yeah, and and if it's anything of like what Rising Thunder was, they pretty much have like a complete game. Then it's just adding maybe what more of a flair to it, more characters. Mm. Um, I would assume that they're trying to keep the mechanics, you know, fairly simple. So mm. I can't see. I can't see them messing this up, really, unless it's like some marketing type of thing later on or. But the game itself, I just can't see being, you know, a disappointment or a letdown unless they do like some Street Fighter thing with like the the like season pass and like you got to buy like a character for like three dollars or some crazy price. Speaking, I can see them messing up. Speaking of of Street Fighter five. No, I did not watch Evo. They're bringing back E Honda, baby. And well, there was two other characters they announced, right? Was it uh, so E Honda, Poison, and this character that was actually I think it was from Final Fight Three. Uh, God, I forgot her name. She's a she's not a new character, but like, um. Lucia. Lucia is not like she's like everyone's like, oh my god, brand new character, but it's like she's kind of been in the lore of uh of um of like Street Fighter and Final Fight for like 20 years now. Uh she was a detective in the Metro City Police Department in Street Fighter uh in Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition. Uh so now she's just like gonna be a um a fighter who's gonna be using weapons and nightstick and fire attacks. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not that big of a of a Street Fighter person, but I was actually a big, I was always a big fan of E Honda. Um, and Poison is Poison, you know? And while we're on the topic of fighting games, right? Did you see, wait, did you watch Evo? Uh, I watched a couple of it. I, ca- I watched a couple of fights from, from it, uh, but I didn't watch all of it. Why, what do you got? Okay, I was gonna ask if you saw when Tekken did their character like reveal and they released Leroy Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Lupe like posted a picture and was like, "I guess I'm in Tekken now." <laughs> I did. I saw that. I was like, and then when like I looked at it, I was like, "Oh, they could have actually used Lupe as like a a character model for some of this." You know what I mean? Like because of the stuff he's getting into. Yeah. It was just like really interesting to see that take and that he saw it, and it was like, "Oh, hmm." Okay, Lupe. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Let's keep it. Uh. Well, I won't say let's keep it. We we talked about Evo a little bit, but let's back up to League. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> unfortunately, well, I won't say unfortunately because I don't mind talking about this. But we have to get back into our Echo Fox Fox Watch again. Echo Fox Watch. With your host, Troy Seth. Was that the same, like, intro music for it last time? Or do you change it (laughs) every time? No, I keep changing it. That was actually the, that was the intro beat of the Cowboy Bebop theme song. (laughs) Okay, because I was like, that's definitely not the same one he did last time. Anywho, (laughs) Rick Fox, he sat down, or I shouldn't say he sat down, he did like a FaceTime video with uh, Richard Lewis. And... He addressed and sort of explained everything that we already knew that was going on. But he did it more from 
I guess the Rick Fox perspective. Yeah. Saying, you know, he wasn't the sole owner of Echo Fox and that he wasn't running things on his own. You know, he had partners, but somehow he ended up becoming like the face of it. Yeah. Over the last few years. But then when all of this happened and like one of his uh, partners ended up backing out, it like left all the responsibilities on him. So not only did he. Not only was he the face of Echo Fox, mm-hmm. but now he was really like kind of like running operations. And yeah. pretty much in his interview, he was just saying, like, you know, I've never had to do that before. Um, you know, there was a lot of things that Riot was trying to help us get done so that we didn't have to um, you know, take this route. Uh he was saying like he was actually going into detail about how shady this guy is and wish that he had done his research research um in regards yeah, he to says like, uh he says uh he says my son keeps t- my son has been telling me for a long time to just google it uh essentially just basically saying if there's information if there's any dirt you can find all you got to do is just go on the internet and do like a somewhat deep dive on a person you'll find it eventually yeah and so and i'm just going to give you guys kind of like the spark notes of like the interview and i recommend everyone going listen to it it's only like an hour long but it's, yeah, it's definitely not something you can put in the background to just understand what's going on um but he pretty much says that um admit Rizada, rick fox bought shares that were owned by mitt Rizada. rick fox bought back the controlling shares from him so essentially admit Rizada had no more connections or buying power or shareholder power within Echo Fox. But what he did was he went behind the organization's back and bought like the company or uh, uh, absorbed the debt that the mm. the Echo Fox owned. Oh, owed. Excuse me, not owned. Owed. He he purchased that debt, and then Echo Fox had. I think it was. I think Rick Fox said it was up to a year to be able to pay that debt back, right? But mm-hmm. what Rosada did was he bought the debt and then said, no, you guys have to pay it immediately. And then he gave them some deals that were like, okay, you don't have to pay me immediately, but what you will do is I'll essentially kind of wipe the debt clear, but you guys will have to make me um, like a a senior priority when it comes to like paying paying money out and that's how you guys are going to pay me back and it was within that discussion uh via email with rick fox and jace hall that you know his mouth ended up getting in in trouble yeah and i think that's super like yeah it's like shitty business practice but like the fact that someone was you were willing to sell your shares to someone who was buying them but then to go behind those people's back, buy the debt, and then say, give me the money right now. Yeah. Or else, pretty much, right? And even Rick Fox said, like, before he even did this, like, they were trying to find ways to get Echo Fox to be not necessarily profitable right away, but to stay afloat. Yeah. And then when he when he went and did what he did uh, amid Rosada. Like, they had figured out ways to stay afloat, but, like, with him being there and saying, like, I want this money, or you guys are going to put me at the top and I'm going to get this money, 
it was kind of like, I don't, Rick Fox was kind of like, I don't want to do that at all. So like, no. Yeah. And from there it escalated, but it's like, it's kind of nutty. But it's kind of it, fucked up. <laughs> it really is. But here's the best part, not about the situation, but as a result, an uh, outcome of the results, right? Rick Fox also said that another company that was attempting to buy Echo Fox had offered him, you know, hey, we will buy Echo Fox, but we want you to be a part of it. Yeah, you'll still have to buy back in, but we still want you to be a part of Echo Fox. And following that, Rick Fox said, you know, hey, I don't want this guy to be into esports any longer, but me being Rick Fox and like what I've grown to know and like love about esports that he wants to continue to be within esports. And that's what makes me really happy is because like we've said it multiple times on here before discussing this, like neither of us want to see Rick Fox leave this space. No, nope. like, he is a good person to be within this space and be able to speak on it to his peers that are of like the same caliber. Right. And just be able to like, say like, Hey, this is how the media is portraying these guys, but here's how it actually is. Yeah. And that just made me happy. Like listening to that interview is like that, knowing that Rick Fox wants to stay within esports. Yeah. Did you have anything to add into the, my long spiel there? No, I didn't actually. You, you kind of hit all the bases of, uh, it's a, it's essentially, it's a fucked up situation. A, um, yeah, but you, but through everything that happened, the idea of Rick Fox still wanting to be like, I still want to do this. I still, I still think there's more to be done. Essentially, it's just a really nice thing to hear, and I really just, I think we need more people in esports that are able to go through tough times and then just are able to just be like, I still want this, because I think there are a lot of people who get really bogged down by a lot of like the negativity and the stuff that comes through that isn't their fault and they weren't the cause of it. They didn't say it, but like it affects them and they just kind of just say like, you know what, fuck this. I'm just taking my money and I'm out. Um, so hearing that is really nice. So okay, that's what I got. I was gonna segue to the fact that evil geniuses attempted to buy or they bid for echo fox for uh, mm-hmm. what was it 41 million dollars yep. um i think it was 30 of that was cash and assets and then the other 10 mil was what was supposed to be paid back to uh believe riot for the mm-hmm. slot and just randomly while i was like looking at the article I just came across another article that was like talking about the Rick Fox interview mm-hmm. <laughs> and the headline says flat out lies says one investor who watched uh, Fox's interview with Lewis mm-hmm. and they were like the fact that admit Rosada isn't what did, what do you say admit Rosada is not the villain in the story but the story has multiple villains and Rick is the biggest one. Oh, I, and I'm just pulling this up. Like I had, I pulled this up as I was pulling up the other article. And now this is something that I really want to read through, but I'm not going to do it on the podcast. I just thought it was super interesting that this came up and I really want to see 
what this dude has to say. But we'll get into that on the next episode. I'll give you guys like an update into that article on the next episode. But what did you think about? Wait, wait. Echo- What's up? Wait, no, I, I, is that it for the for the Echo Fox watch? Well, yeah, I was gonna. Well, following that, I was just gonna say, what do you? Th- what did you think about Evil Geniuses attempting to buy out Echo Fox last minute? Well, I think it's the idea of it's like, oh, they they're kind of in a shitty thing. I bet you we could swoop in and 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 get something out of this. It's 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 the essentially it's the trickle down situation, you know. Um, kind of an underhanded thing to do, though, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but it's uh it's sort of it's the idea of a trickle down thing where something doesn't work out or something's coming to 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 blows or to a head and somebody comes along they're like oh maybe I can scrap something from this. So I mean it's a smart business move because it's good timing, uh and people and people are more inclined to say yes to to that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, apparently evil geniuses got rejected because. It says that um, that the deal wasn't deemed credible, mm. and that they didn't have like enough detail in regards to the amount of money they were willing to pay, so they were like, "Nah," mm. which I think is interesting because, especially with the new backing from Echo or uh, Evil Geniuses. Mm. it's kind of weird to see like hey like we know you guys just got bought out but we don't think that you like your group isn't providing enough for us to say like yeah we'll go with that one yeah i will say um rick fox also hinted at he well he didn't hint but he said other orgs attempted to buy them um so it is possible and I could be retracting my statement from, what, an episode ago or two episodes ago. Mm. It's very possible that Immortals Gaming attempted to buy Echo Fox, mm. but something didn't work out. And I think he mentions, I'm not 100% sure, I think he mentioned something about there was someone who wanted to buy Echo Fox solely for the LCS slot. Mm. Um, but I can't remember what he followed up was, but I think he was hinting at Immortals Gaming without saying it. So I want to say I am open to being wrong if Immortals did try to buy Echo Fox but was unsuccessful. And if they were, I'm various, very curious to know why. Mm-hmm. Because, again, at the end of the day, if all the Immortals wanted was the LCS slot and Echo Fox was essentially having to give that slot up, but not, like, the entire org, why not just sell that slot? And it, and it, could, be, it could be with trying to get Admit Rosada completely out of esports and completely out of the scene, the reason that it didn't work out. But I'm really interested to know why it didn't work out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, where do you want to go from here? You want to go to Tifu getting countersued by FaZe? Because they pretty much were probably like, yo, we're screwed. The only way we're going to win this is if we countersue. You want to get in? You literally. <laughs> you want to get in? 
You want to get into Kellogg sponsoring Nerd Street Gamers for amateurs event? Like, what, yeah. what, what do you want to talk about? I you mean, wanna... honestly, um, let's talk about Phase. Let's talk about Phase Clan. Try to fucking save Phase, and they're like, let's just the only way we, as you said, the only way we're gonna get this is um, is if we're gonna get back at Tifu. Um, I feel like it's essentially a matter of um. It, it so the CEO of Phase Clan, Lee Trink, essentially said, "quote quote We had no choice. It became impossible to move any type of resolution forward through our conversations." And I think it's the idea of, I think the idea of them saying we couldn't make leeway is because they were still trying to find a way to get to look to not look like the bad guy to kind of come out unscarred and be like, we're not, and try not to lose much money. I think that's what it was. And I think it was the idea of, all right, how, look, I'm trying to, we're trying to work on a deal here. And Tifu was like, no, you're, you fucked me over. You know, in his own opinion, he was saying, you fucked me over. I want retribution. I want what's mine, please. And I think uh, FaZe was still um, like, how about this? No, how about this? And it was all these solutions that were coming up that would benefit them. And it would, and I don't. I think they were coming up with solutions that would not that would benefit them, and solutions that weren't benefiting Tifu and and Phase. You know, they were looking out for themselves still. Um, so I think because of that, Tifu probably didn't want to keep having these conversations. And eventually, Phase was just like, you know what, fuck it, we'll just counter sue you, and just we'll have a court of law decide. Because they're still they're still trying to get theirs. Before I give a hot take on that. I got to go back real quick and correct something for the Echo Fox and Evil Geniuses deal. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't 30 million for it and then 10 million. What it was was 10 million in cash and 31 million as like contingency packet or payment. Mm -hmm. And essentially that was like too much of a low ball for Echo Fox. So they weren't they weren't really rocking with that deal um, mm -hmm. in regards to this phase thing. I think what happened was is plain and simple. I think FaZe overreacted publicly too much when they sat down and talked to the lawyers. The lawyers probably brought that up and said, look, you guys put way too much into the public eye and some people's emotions got in the way. And the lawyers probably were like, hey, if, it, you know, if we take this to court, how it is, we're going to lose. Yeah. Plain and simple. Like, you guys were too busy showing too much emotion and not looking over the contract and the paperwork and the actual <clears throat> lawsuit. We we could lose because the wrong steps have been taken. And again, yeah. you guys did way too much within the public eye, which can be used against them. I think those lawyers then said, here's how we could potentially either win this lawsuit or you know, maybe settle, settle it out of court. And that solution was, let's countersue. Now, do I think they will win the countersue? <clears throat> no. I think it'll either, like, you know, the lawsuit will get dropped entirely or it'll be settled out of court. I, I'm mm. going most with it'll be settled out of court. Mm. Um, but to me, the countersue just looks really silly. And, yeah. and to me, it kind of looks like, hey, 
we're not, it doesn't look like we're countersuing because we were done wrong. It more looks like, hey, we're trying to countersue to save face because while all this yeah, was going on, we didn't really read the documentation in the lawsuit. So here's our defense. That yeah. that's where I stand on it. So yeah, I think they were again. They were trying. They're trying to. They were trying to come up with a solution that would benefit them. They were acting like a, you know, as you say, they were having an overreaction and using too, and emotions got involved, and they screwed themselves because now they they were trying to find a solution that would benefit them only, and now they're like, we have no way out of this now, and they decide to they're countersuing. Um, I don't think it's gonna go well for Phase. Um, but that's just me. Well, I can't see this. I can't see the countersue harming phase. Yeah. Much. So, uh, the attorney for Tifu, Brian Friedman, uh, he's, he stated basically, quote, phase clans lawsuit in New York is a ridiculous and obvious attempt to avoid the consequences of its clear violation of California law End quote, essentially saying, Hey, they know they fucked up and they're trying to get away with it because they don't want to look like the bad guys. Yeah. Quote again, yeah. filing the lawsuit in New York is actually an admission that FaZe Clan has no defense of these violations of California law. Ask yourself why is Fa- why why is FaZe Clan why is FaZe Clan afraid to litigate its wrongful conduct in California? The answer is obvious. FaZe Clan will lose. End quote. Damn, that's fucking cutthroat. That's like a New York City lawyer shit. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's true. Like you're taking it, you're taking you're you're taking a lawsuit for one state and countersuing it in another state, but it's a state that you don't operate out of. Yeah. Your your organization isn't even registered to that state. I think they're registered to like New Jersey or Delaware. Yeah. So it's like. New York could even be like, hey, like, why is this counter? Now, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know, but so I'm speculating. Yeah. But I would assume New York would be like, why is this being countersued here when none of this has to deal with New York law? Hey, are any of our listeners uh, lawyers? We'd love to have you on the show. Just talk about this for a good hour. If you are, hit us up. Actually, I do have an esports lawyer on Twitter. I can DM him. I don't know why I'm saying this on air, but I'm going to reach out to him and see if he has any insight. Mm. Uh, All right. So where do we want to go from this, my friend? Should we talk about Booga and his uh, estimated taxes that he has to pay? All right. Which everyone is surprised. We talked about this last week and we said it on the show. We said, Booga, pay your taxes. And and now everybody's like, ah, it was child. Stupid, da, 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 da. Fucking taxes are a thing, guys. Anyways. Well, well, I know some people are angry, or not angry, but they said the, the bigger issue with them is not that he has to pay to, well, let me rephrase it. The bigger issue with some people is the fact that he's 16 and they want him to pay taxes. And I mm. think it's in Canada, if you win money, like prize pool money or whatever, you don't pay any taxes on it. But according to someone who did the math, that is not me, they said that with Booga winning three mil, 
he's gonna you owe the federal government a hundred or excuse me not 100 1.2 million and the state of new york 265,000 which means that he would be taking away roughly 1.5 million yeah now i don't know and i'm gonna assume that it's not that 1.5 million his organization also was claimed to take uh 600,000 so essentially at the end of the day he'd be walking home or taking home about $900,000 which is not bad right yeah but the fact that it's like you made 300 or 3 million dollars and then you only walked away with like 900,000 like you 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 can be mad at it but you can't be mad at it you know what i'm saying like yeah you sound kind of nuts if you're like man i only got nine hundred thousand dollars you know what i mean like but then when you say like oh i actually had three mil but you know taxes screwed me over and then my org took you know half a mil what do i do from here yeah now how do you feel about a 16 year old being taxed on prize winning Are you banging on something? No, that was that was from outside. But oh. it's the idea of you know what, like I can see why um, it's happening um, because I don't think there there's really nothing to protect because there's nothing to protect the person himself because it's all about the money. Um, and honestly, at this point in time, it's like just take that money. Take yeah, pay your fucking taxes. Take that money home. What you got? Invest some of it. Spend some of it on something nice for yourself. Reinvest it into your career as a gamer and keep going. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, and that's how I feel about that. I don't. I feel like just you know. And we said it last week. Pay your fucking taxes and move on. And because you don't want to be these people that are in the future who are you know the federal gov the federal government is suddenly auditing you. And you're like, I don't know what to fucking do. I have no money. Oh, gee. Hmm. Maybe you should have fucking paid your taxes. Or maybe you should have done things properly. Do things the right way. That's what I'm saying. And I'm tired of people being... This is, I'm going to sound like a wild asshole. But I don't care. Um, I'm tired of, of, of everything being like, a, oh, it's a political thing. It's a, oh, my God, the federal government would take more. Da, 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 da. Pay your fucking taxes now. So that you can use your voice to speak up about something that seems unfair. You know? Just, like, do what's right. And, you know, like, you could play both ways. And that's what I'm saying, is just pay your taxes. And if you, and I don't think Booga's really even think about this, but, like, if you, if you, if he somehow feels like, oh, this is kind of injustice to taking all my money, then how about you be a little bit proactive, keep going with your stuff, pay your taxes, invest it, do whatever you want, make your money, and... And then, you know, have a voice because guess what? The thing is also, if you want to speak out against it and you got all these wild things that you never paid, someone's going to be able to take you down real easily. But that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is pay your fucking taxes, invest the money that you got left, you know, buy yourself a fucking Lambo if you really want to, and then take the rest and keep and put it towards your goals and put it towards your, your career and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that's my hot 
my <laughs> no, hot take. No, I'm with Cause you. I see, cause I see a lot of like people on Twitter, like replying and like talking about this and being like, that's fucked up. The federal government's a shit show. Da, 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 da. Like, da, da. like, do you even pay your own taxes? Like I hear all these people yelling about this shit. It's like, I don't even think you pay your own taxes and you don't, you definitely don't got three, didn't just make $3 million in Fortnite. Like, see, and I, it's kind of annoying. I think the bigger thing is this, right? Because it's the amount of money it is, he's he's not gonna be able he's not gonna be able to combat it and win. So yeah. I'm with you. Pay it, right? Use what you have left, invest <clears throat> it wisely, get a financial advisor. So Absolutely. that way you can find a way to not be taxed as much the next time you win. And <clears throat> so that way you have the money that you made, like making you more, right? And you know how to like use it. Yeah. But I can guarantee you <clears throat> the bigger sham is his org taking that amount of money, right? Because now he's the biggest, you know, Fortnite star. You got all this news. He's already been on TV. He just made that org probably more money than what they're taking from him. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you if there's another Fortnite World Cup, Google, Booga, excuse me, will most likely be playing it not under uh organization. Mm. It's the same thing with Tifu right now, right? FaZe did all this. They were able and liable to take X amount of money from him. Mm-hmm. They say they didn't, but it's the same thing. It's like when you win, they, in your contract, like they get a portion. Now, mm. You know, those numbers are scaled differently for everyone. But the fact that they're able to make a certain amount from you or take a certain amount from you is the jacked up part. Yeah. Because it's not like traditional sports where in traditional sports, you get a salary. Like there's no prize. Like every time the NBA finals come around, you don't say, oh, what's the prize pool going to be? Like these dudes are getting paid the same amount during the season, a little bit more when they make it to playoffs and then a little bit more in the finals, right? But there's no prize pool. So when Mm -hmm. they win the finals, the team doesn't go back to the players and say, hey, by the way, like you guys won the finals? Cool. Um, We're going to need like two mil from each of you, you know, before the end of next off season or before summer like camp or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that to me is the more jacked up part is the amount of money that this team is taking from him. And I could be, I could be, I'm will open to be wrong about, you know, the team making back that much money. But I think what, whatever traffic was driven to them, they probably generated more through whether it be ads or anything that they have. I feel like they would have made that money back. But then again, their business, you can't knock them. Like they're, of course they're going to take that, right? They're not going to say, you know what, Booga, it's cool. You know, keep the 600K. They're going to say, no, we want some of that. Even if it was like 300K, you know what I mean? They want a portion of it. So I can't knock them entirely because they're a business and they still have to make money and esports orgs don't generate that much money. It's all through investment and building an asset. So I could definitely see, you know, the org look being like, yo, like we're liable to take this much. Should we do it? Like, yeah. Like, why not? Of course. Let's make our money. So Let's make our fucking money. 
I'm just going to say, Booga, pay your taxes <clears throat> because they're not going to let you off because it's way too much money. Um, it sucks that you had to lose almost damn near <clears throat> two mil or will have lost two mil. Um, but pay your taxes, invest wisely. And if there's a <clears throat> uh, Fortnite World Cup, just play unsigned. Plain and simple. Buy, buy Lambo. Or don't buy Lambo. You know, just one, just one. Samil already did that. You can't outshine him. All right, there. So put some respect on Samil's name, okay? All right, buy a Tesla. I don't know. Okay, that works. I'm with that. Be like, be like every generic YouTuber and buy a Tesla. Hey man. So you could vlog while (laughs) you could vlog while say while your car self drives. Hey man, get the Model X. Suit with the wing doors. Yeah. Oh. All right. You re- are you ready for the big, the big, big, the big, big news? Sure. You want to get into it? The boy's making his return back to his roots. And it's not me, and it's not Henry. We're talking we about Ninja going to Here we go. Yes, he is. Ninja announced that he will be <coughs> partnering with Mixer. He will no longer be streaming on Twitch. And that he wanted to get back to his roots. Now, I didn't see his announcement prior to people saying, oh, my God, Ninja's going to Mixer. So my first thought immediately was, okay, he's going for Halo marketing. Like, Microsoft owns Mixer. Halo is a Xbox exclusive. Like, why else would he be going to Mixer? Like, I mean, yeah, they probably offered him more money. But like, I was going to be like, they're giving him money? Probably? I mean, outside of the amount of money they, that they probably offered him, he really had, oh, I can't say, I don't think he really has a reason to leave Twitch unless, again, Mixer offering him more money, Twitch not giving him all of this is money, and then the opportunity to market Halo. There's a new Halo coming, Halo Infinite. Then you have um, Master Chief Collection coming to PC. Who's a better person to do that than Ninja? Because everyone who knows his history knows like Halo is where he started to be, you know, blow up. Yeah. And then I know, and then after that, I ended up seeing you know his announcement video, and everyone was like. Oh my god, like Master Chief was in the back. It has to be. It's a leak. And it's like even prior to that video, with you just knowing, hey, he's going to Mixer, you can instantly tell like it's for Halo. Yeah. No again, probably more money. But I still think it's majority for Halo. Yeah. Now, if you were in this situation, are you taking the Amazon check or are you taking the Microsoft check? Are you rocking with Jeff Bezos or are you rocking with Billy Gates? I'm taking that Amazon check. I'm sorry. Why? Why why are you taking the Amazon check? Is it because you want to keep your Amazon Prime? Yeah. <laughs> your boy needs yeah. his white claw for on two day delivery only. Wow. You're right. Ain't no, law- Ain't no laws when you drink drinking claws, baby. 
I'm disgusted with you. No, you're not. No, Only you're a not. little bit. How many white claws did you drink this weekend? I was I was working all weekend, so zero. Mm. But I will say, like my pre my pre my pre game drink nowadays, you know, you get ready in your room, you put on the fit, you know what I'm saying? You're getting like nice and you got like Jay Park playing in the background. Shout out to everyone who knows Jay Park. Um right from the mini fridge, you know, pop a mango white claw. Um, yeah, so White Claw, if you're listening, your boy Henry looking for a sponsor. Hey, just water. If you're listening, your boy Troy looking for a sponsor. Just saying, trying to sell out here. We got to make money off this thing. Absolutely. Now Give back to esports. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you think holds and is in hold for uh Ninja's future? You know what? I honestly think that Ninja is he's gonna he went to Mixer to be a little low key. Yeah, there's gonna be the whole He's going to be doing a lot of um, probably some stuff with Halo. But I think a lot of it, he's going to be pretty low-key. I think he's going to be just, like, doing his own thing, just trying to go, again, going back to his roots of just, like, streaming and making content and that stuff. I don't think he's going to be doing anything very big. I don't think he's going to be, like, branching out into anything new. I think he's just going to be kind of taking a little sit back. And I think he's trying to just enjoy his career as a streamer right now. And I think hit because he was at Twitch, it was – you know, he he wasn't able to enjoy his career as much, and I think with Mixer, he was he's I think he's hoping to be able to just kick back and just enjoy it and enjoy the ride. You know, sometimes you want to enjoy the ride, sometimes you want to bask in what you've done, sometimes you want to look at the road that you've been on and been like, hey, I did that. I want to enjoy the the end product of it now. You know, it's like in Fast and Furious. You know, when when Brian got out, he got out with a wife and a kid. Are you trying to make? Are you trying to make the listeners cry? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's been a long day without you, my friend, you know? God damn it. I but it, I think you got Ninja and Mixer all the way fucked up. I think your boy's about to be out here even more than before. I don't know. I, this is what this podcast is for, for us to have our opinions. And, you know, sometimes we're on the same side. Sometimes we're on different sides. And I think... Uh, Today we're on different sides about this. I think I think he's gonna enjoy this this his fame a little bit. I think he's gonna have some fun with it. And I think he's gonna kick back. I don't I don't think he's gonna be trying to go bigger and better right now. Um, even though there are some fucking people on Twitter being like, after all Twitch done for you, you betrayed them, you fucking piece of shit. And those same people are gonna be the ones. Hey, I'm moving over to Mixer in like a month. Yeah. Cause yeah. I've already seen so many people. Hey, uh, I'm thinking about moving over to Mixer. I've been here. I've been um, hearing a lot of. Why? I've been hearing a lot of people talking about that for a while now, though. Like I've been hearing a lot of streamers that I follow, being like, "Hey, uh, trying out Mixer tonight, or just doing a Mixer only stream just to see what it's like." You know, I'm trying to see how it how it fares. But now that now that Ninja's going over there, I think we're gonna see a lot more people being like, "Hey, follow me on Mixer." See, and so, I think that's why it doesn't work because if you have a decent, if you have a decent audience on twitch i don't think you should be trying to migrate it to mixer and if you're a new streamer you probably should if you're if you're not already planning to start on mixer and you have like a small community on twitch don't try to move it over there why are you trying to migrate where you know that a flood of other streamers are going to be now stay on twitch there's going to be some people who are super loyal to twitch who aren't going to go anywhere and will discover your stream. Hey, um, like when, what's up? 
No, keep going, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, it's kind of like when Ninja was like, hey, why is everyone complaining about titty streamers, right? And he was saying, like, when they go offline, that doesn't mean that their viewers are going to come watch you because your content is not what they want to view. It's the same thing with Mixer. You're going to go over there because Ninja went, and the people who are going to Mixer were not going for you. They weren't going for your content. They were going for Ninja. Now, may is it possible that they might discover you quicker than they would have on Twitch? Possibly. But I think mo- what would majority of people should do is try to fill the gap that is now left by Ninja, not to the you same caliber try- of viewers. You say, I would say you're trying to be like someone should be the new Ninja. Is that what you're saying? No, not, not per se, like be the new Ninja, but try to capitalize on the fact that the people who aren't going to Mixer for Ninja, who are going to stay on Twitch, but who no longer watch Ninja, they're probably going to be looking for new streamers on the platform if they're not going to Mixer, right? Mm. Or they might be look be like, okay, I'm going to Mixer solely for Ninja, but now that he's not on Twitch, when I'm on Twitch, I want to follow, you know, people who play this game or this or that like i feel okay, like okay. I, I feel like following him isn't the correct step because again i think most of the people who are moving over to it viewership wise are going solely for him and that won't be their main platform of choice when it comes to viewing streams just because ninja's there i think there will be either people will bounce between the two or the people who only watch ninja ninja will be sticking to mixer Speaking of, since we're talking about it, since we're on the topic, Ninja is live right now. Can you guess how many viewers he has right now in Mixer? Probably 200,000. You would be wrong. Is it more or less? I'm on assuming mm-hmm. more. Less. Okay. I'll give you a hint. It's under 100,000. So it's probably at 70 lower 25 right now ninja is streaming for 20,908 viewers okay i won't say that's a surprising number only because i'm taking into account um the day of the week and the time mm. so i could see on the weekend that number going up do i think it would have been currently more on twitch yeah because more people are there. Um, but that number doesn't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to put too much stock into that number, especially just because he moved over and it's, yeah. and it's a Monday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think. Though right now, if you are on Mixer, you can claim a free subscription to Ninja for the month, I believe. Hey, we're not sponsored by Mixer, so don't go claim that. Free yeah. Spon- you know? It doesn't help us in any way, so Absolutely you can go do your own not. thing. Go by Actually, I can't even say that yet because they haven't sponsored us. So, yeah, don't go buy White Claw. No, you know what? Go buy White Claw. Keep that shit going. It's alcoholic, gluten-free water. So wouldn't it be? The joke is is that water is gluten-free because it's just water. That's the joke. Jaden Smith, sponsor us. (laughs) Oh, all right. What are we getting into? Oh. We have... 
we have to move back in time topic wise. So Kronky, that was my that was my back in time. I think the little like I don't know. You have to work on that. Okay. You can do better. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. Say it one more time. I got you. So we have to go back in time with our topic. I guess that works. Cronky <laughs> um, Sports and Entertainment. This is the group who bought Echo Fox. Yep. Right? They're getting sued by the CEO of Booga's organization. Oh! For the purchase of Echo I'm Fox. sorry. I'm sorry. Of who? What? Who's suing them? The CEO of um, Cent Centennials. Is that not the org? Am I saying that wrong? Sentinels? Centennials? Look, your boy can't <laughs> read. I can't do math. I don't read. Just water. Sponsor us. We need to be smarter. No, that's smart water. Oh, shit. See? Mm, yeah. So, the CEO, Robert Moore, he is suing Cronky Sports and Entertainment for essentially them buying Echo Fox, which is um, they broke their or they breached the contract that they ha had because I think they were supposed to purchase it um, in junction with him. And I guess yes. they were like, nah, fuck all that. We're just going to go buy it. We do what we want kind of shit. Yeah. And I think they were, I think they had to inform him like, hey, we're going to purchase it. But like, you know, I have to be aware or I have to be a part of the deal. And it says, um, more claims that the Cronky Group completing the deal without his knowledge was a violation of a verbal joint agreement, venture joint agreement. So, and that was back in January. So not only is the CEO and his company gonna get 600000 from Booga's winnings, but they could potentially get more money from suing the guys who just bought Echo Fox. What kind of world win is this? It's called, it's called people have realized that there's money in gaming and everybody wants to make money. That's what it is. People are starting to realize that's shit. Everyone's making money. I got to get mine. And I'm not saying the CEO of Sentinels is like that, but I'm just saying people are realizing how much money is, is in there. So things are becoming a little bit more cutthroat. People are becoming a little bit more aggressive, you know? I, and I guess, too, because, like, because it's such a new industry and, like, people are trying to get over on each other and make money, people who are used to classic business are like okay well you did that you broke a contract so i'm just gonna sue you and make money off of it this way you know what i mean mm. like because mm -hmm. you know how how many times do you see like you know people suing companies because they didn't get something or they broke a contract i think this is a lot of way that more people who are outsiders are going to make money on this and still be able to just dip out and like be like, hey, yeah. I did this, I did that, and then I sued this person, and now I'm out. Yeah, I got money, bye. Yeah, wait, what does this say? 
and then known as P1 have operated as the Los Angeles Galaxy under this one. So apparently that organization was known as Phoenix One who used to be a part of the LCS and they've operated the Los Los Angeles Galaxy. Oh my god, why can't I talk? Los Angeles Gladiators. Yeah. currently in the Overwatch League. Yep, because they so have the Crunkies a... own them. Yep. So that means essentially, the dude who was under them is suing a parent company, pretty much. Oh yeah, shit! I didn't really think of it like that. Since Lansing, and then known as P One, have operated the Los Angeles. Yeah, they're essentially getting sued by like a child company. Fuck you, Dad! You took everything from me, Dad! Huh. I'm interested to see how this plays out. Sorry if you just had me drinking. That was me drinking my Just Water. Oh, shit. Me too. Drinking that Just Water with the orange flavor. Um. Man, I love Just Water. Wink. Same. So, let's move on to Stewie2K's reaction to the World Cup winner of Fortnite. Mm. Pretty simple. He pretty much said, it kind of it sucks that this kid was able to play one tournament and make more earnings, beat me with more earnings of my entire career with one event. When I, I saw this clip, I, when I saw this clip, I was just going to say, I think Stewie has the right to be upset and that he doesn't because it's no one's so, fault for I don't think, to have that low of a prize. I point. don't think, I don't think Stewie understands that I, you are working, you know, he's, he's like in, he's on a top tier team, but I think it's the idea of that. This came along. These tournaments are coming along now when, you know, when he started, people didn't give a shit about this. People didn't give a shit about gaming. Or rather, I don't know how long he's been in the game, but like people weren't as interested as they are now. So I think now because there's getting more more hype, more money, more income, you're able to to get, get involved. And I and I understand that sucks. You know, from like a perspective is and and you know, I hear it a lot, you know, I'm not gonna say how much I make personally, but I hear it a lot from fellow colleagues who started in my career when 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 they were my age and they were like, I didn't even make I didn't even make a quarter of what you make now. I made shit. And now you come in here and you've been a nurse, you've been in your career for seven years and you know, uh, and you're making more than like what half, like what a half of New York city people make on, on a daily basis. And it's not fair. I hear that it sucks. It's like such a sucky thing to be like, I've been working all my life or my entire career and I don't make that much. Um, but I think if, I think the idea is if, if, especially my big thing for Suey is like, listen, you're still young. Like there are going to be plenty of things to, to play in. And I think eventually the games that you're playing in, I think they're going to start to have bigger and bigger prize pools because of the Fortnite world cup, because of like people taking a bigger interest. People are always going to be looking to put money into something else. And maybe it's going to be counter-strike. Maybe it's going to be the next Gears. Maybe it's going to be the next halo. Like, and I think if you keep grinding and stuff, he's going to make that money. It might not be in one tournament. Maybe it'll be in like two or three tournaments, but he's going to make that money. You know, and I don't, you know, my big advice is be angry. Yeah, but use that anger to work harder and get that money. 
Buffalo, to be fair, they he's on Team Liquid, who's having one of like the historic the best. best runs in CS. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree with you in some parts, and I disagree in some parts. The only parts that I disagree in is I don't think that same that same type of prize pool will come to CSGO in any time, mainly because CSGO is an older game. It doesn't have the appeal, um, nor the fan base of Fortnite. Mm. And the companies who are getting behind and endorsing Fortnite is where that three mil came from. Mm. And I'm and I know Stewie's aware of it. I think what angers him is, aside from the fact that the kid was able to come in and make that much money off one event, but I think it's the fact that there are some classic games with a lot of history and a lot of backstory, and that that just has a lot more to its what the game is in the history mm. of the game and I think that he might be angry the fact that it's like CSGO has been around this long and at no point has Valve made you know a prize pool or even done like I don't think Valve has ever done for CSGO uh, crowdfunding I think it's only been for like Dota 2 and every time Dota 2 has the international and they do their uh, their crowd fundraising it it pretty much breaks the record almost every year. Yeah. And again, I don't and I think because they they hold it in Seattle, I think they might have changed it recently. But I don't also don't hear about like that much taxes being taken out. You know what I mean? Mm. That that's just from what we were talking about earlier. But I think if CSGO probably did more crowd fundraising, the price yeah, the price would be, pool larger. Would be bigger. Yeah, yeah. They would be bigger, but I think with CS:GO, it can't just be the crowd fundraising and that's the prize pool. I think Ooh. there has to be because of the number of events that CS:GO has, if they wanted to do crowdfunding, it'd have to be something like what uh TI is for Dota. Once a year, you know, grand finals like ultimate showdown like we're the champions of the world. We won yeah. the international. CSGO would have to have something of that caliber if they wanted to only do prize pool or mm. crowdfunding for as a prize pool. And I think that would work. But they have so many events, I feel like it's almost impossible to do unless mm-hmm. you have that backing from Valve. But what I, what I would like to see from it is I would like to see Valve put money into a prize pool, and then also do crowdfunding on top for something like a CSGO International. Like That would be yeah. like really sick for it to be like, this is CSGO. Like This is where we claim the world champions of the world. And I think at some point you would see um, a prize pool of like close to two and a half million or maybe even three, maybe even more. But I think what the issue with this is is the fact of how appealing Fortnite was to young audiences and companies and businesses seeing 
hey, this is an opportunity for us to market to them. We need to be in it. So we need to put however much money into this game, into Epic, into this eSport to to potentially market to these kids. Yeah. And I think that's what makes, deep down, that's what makes Dewey angry is that Fortnite was so successful in being this marketing tool that it was able to generate that amount of money. And it's like, I kind of have a slap in the face. Like, yeah, you've been playing this long where you could have switched over to Fortnite, played this one event and made, I think like the lowest prize pool was like 250K and you could get like 20th, 5th place or something like that. It was like some low numbers, but pretty much all you had to do was like place top 50 and you were like in the money. Mm. And you and, and being in that top 50, you essentially made like $250,000 and that's more than a decent amount of uh, esports players like entire career or maybe yeah. whatever they made in a year, but yeah, I, I'm 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 rolling with Stewie. I I think he I, should I, be angry. I but mean, I, also I see why he shouldn't. I support him, and I think, uh, yeah, I think every gamer deserves more money nowadays. So, I think there's like three more topics that I want to cover, but we can breeze past this one pretty easy. Um, Houston Outlaws—they're actually getting bought out. They're getting bought out by, I believe, a Texas real estate investor. And this is the numbers that I got earlier. They're being bought out for 40 mil, and that's where the 30,000 in cash and assets is being paid. And then the 30 million. Yeah, 30 million, sorry. And then the other 10 million is being what has to be paid back to the Overwatch League. I got those yeah. numbers mixed up earlier. Those are the correct numbers for that. Do you have any thoughts on. Houston Outlaws being uh, bought out, and this is only buying the Overwatch League team. This is not including. I'm just the thing is, I'm optic. just I'm just hoping that they're not like after like they're not gonna like lose support, like like they're not they're gonna have less support from this new owner, like you know what I'm saying. I hope that they're still gonna have the same kind of caliber of support or even more, because I think they're a great team. Who I think they actually do, they're they're a decent team and they do. They do right, I think, by Texas, and they have such a huge fan base. So it'd be kind of a shame to have them get like lost in the sauce and like be like this the neglected Overwatch League team, you know? Yeah, I could I could see them continuing to do well, um, mainly from the fact that if the real estate agent or investor is from Texas, that's a lot more local buying power, which was already yeah. started with them, and. If they're able to capitalize more on that, then I think they'll be good. I think they'll be set. Um, I think that would be an Overwatch Overwatch League team who does not have to worry about much at all um, if they have a lot of local backing, especially yeah. with it going um, well, with like the geolocation. You get more local sponsors, and you have people coming in to the city of Houston mm-hmm. for Overwatch. I think I think they'll be set. So I'm interested. Yeah. To, I'm really interested to see if they will capitalize on their local market more since it was already starting to. That's something we are starting started to see early on prior to them uh, getting bought out by Immortals and now yes. being repurchased. So, so can I? 
Okay, so this is I, I kinda wanna move on because I'm I'm somewhat heated about something right now. And it's Mixer. Uh with their guidelines. Oh. Oh have I know you, what you're have, talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay, so you know, um really the big thing is um the CEO of Mixer, uh he talked he talked about how Twitch struggled with law enforcement with enforcement for a long time. One thing uh and he says, one thing we here at Mixer did was make our rule of conduct as clean and objective as possible. You know if you're doing something right or wrong. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to read some of these things. So, rating-specific clothing guidelines. If you're a family-friendly streamer, clothing must cover entire visible body with a few inches above the bust line. It cannot be strapless and show little to no cleavage. Teen stream clothing can reveal more than a hint, more than a hint of clothing, but still cover the entire visible body. Cannot be strapless. Eighteen plus stream, the chest must be covered from bust line to the end of the rib cage, no under cleavage. Clothing that shows off midriff, such as the crop tops, are allowed. Strapless tops are only only if the top can clearly be seen on camera, and no one should have to guess if the streamer is wearing visible clothing. Situational appropriate clothing is allowed. Swimwear that is considered acceptable at a family beach is acceptable when at the beach or participating in a sporting event. Shoulders, body areas defined. Shoulders, breastbone, the area of the body between the breasts. Bust line. On a male presenting and female presenting, this is the widest area between the shoulders and above the end of the ribcage. Ribs, the bones that, that protect our insides. I don't know why they had to say what the fuck ribs were. Because some people don't know. Okay. Yeah. Never allowed. Nudity, shirtless, regardless of male presenting or female presenting persons. Open shirts, robes without clothing underneath. Underwear, lingerie, transparent clothing by itself without an undershirt. Focusing the camera below the waist. Wait, so what are you angry about? Okay. So Twitch, So the CEO of Mixer comes out and he's like, hey, we have all these rules, blah, blah, blah. Like Twitch is terrible at it. And then proceeds to write a whole thing that completely just ignores, basically ignores male streamers. Every single specific guideline on their rules is targeted towards women. Everything I read, except for how many, how many times did I actually say males in that? Twice. Everything else, right off reading it, you would assume would be towards a female. How is that any friendly towards a community at all? And I get that. I get like you don't you you don't want people having nudity. You don't want people doing this. You want things to be okay. But the fact that you came with your specific terms of service that you're literally just targeting and it sound and from these rules it does sound like you're targeting women. It's essentially like saying women. It's like saying hey, you can't wear what you want to wear. You can't be comfortable because people are pieces of shit and can sexualize things. We're punishing you by restricting how you want to be as a streamer. How you want to express yourself. I would understand if you were like, hey, like, don't be showing your titties or your nipples out. Cool. Like, essentially, the never loud part is, okay, that's fine. That's probably the only part that I agree with is the never allowed part. But everything else seems very oddly specific and targeted. I think... Especially when you have a community that is very harsh on the female, on female streamers already. Because any little thing a female streamer does, we immediately fucking destroy their lives. I think a part of it is solely the wording is what makes yeah. it seem targeting. 
like you said, bust line, and it does. I don't think anywhere in there it says like chest, right? No, I, it, a lot. Of, yeah, they they mention a lot of like it says breasts, it says bust line. No, but no, it doesn't say chest. It like not not breast yeah no yeah. I think that's what it is. So it's it's the wording of it, and I think what could it could be for two reasons. That maybe wording that's used by say, uh, what is it the the is it the FCA that monitors like television? Mm. It could have been it could have been the same wording used along those guidelines. Oh, or, you mean those guidelines that are outdated? That's cool. I, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure they're outdated or not. I'm just saying that's what they could have Sorry. followed. Things like these or, make me angry. I'm not angry, guys. Before we move on, I'm not angry at Trump. Angry at situations like these. Or I was gonna say. They were aware of these issues being more prevalent with female streamers. So they're, yeah, they in a way are targeting and saying it toward them, but they still apply to everyone. But they have to make it seem that way because like, hey, these issues are more prevalent when it comes to women streaming than male streaming. And I think regardless of whether who's doing it or not, they would apply to male streamers as well. Like they'll probably be enforced the same way because then it's the whole, well, this dude can stream with his shirt off, but I can't, you know what I mean? Kind of like, I don't know, man. It's just, just, just strict moderation across the board is how I'm looking at it. I don't, I just, and I want to, and I want to say, yes, I want to say everything's going to be fair and equal, but I just don't see it, man. And and I don't know. I don't go on Mixer. I don't stream on Mixer. So I don't know. But I do agree with you in the sense that the wording is targeting women, which I'm not sure if it's a, a worse thing or if it's like, a, again, they knew who they were trying to speak to when this issue is most prevalent. I don't know. I just think they could have worded it better. Yeah. For me, that's what it is. It's all. It's only the wording. So now, now we're gonna move on. <laughs> so we have to get into. We're gonna get into like our final two-ish. It's kind of. It's gonna tie in in a way, but not entirely. So Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Oh, oh! I thought we were gonna go to something way different. <laughs> we are, but later. Okay. Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. They're trying to save us. Trump is trying to uh, enforce okay, right. a tariff. I said that right, right? Tariff? Tax yeah. tariff? Um, tariff. On imports from China and what could ha- this import tax could happen or cause. It will literally make the price of consoles go up by 25%. And China's like, Hey, don't enforce this tariff because your economy, especially now about all, relies on video games. Like if you, you know, force this tax on us, it's going to cause us to raise our prices, which means you're going to lose more consumers when it comes to these products which could potentially harm the economy. And again, 
gaming is massive right now worldwide not even just in the states worldwide i'm i'm pretty sure henry stands with me on this but do you i stand with troy okay, since, since <laughs> you said that i'm pretty sure henry doesn't want to pay 25 percent more on his next video game or his switch console but do you think trump will go through with this do you think this tariff will stand Oh, this relates to so many things. <laughs> that, yeah, it does. But it, just on that, because we're gonna we're gonna dive we're gonna dive a little bit more. Like, how long have we been going at? I think probably like an hour sixteen. Yeah, we're probably gonna talk for like another potentially thirty minutes. What this is gonna lead into. So let me get your thoughts on this before we go. Okay. It's fucking ridiculous. I just had, I don't have words. I don't have words for a lot of things that's happening. And especially for this shit to come out during, especially for the most recent things that have been happening in the world, especially in America, is ridiculous. There are more things to be focusing on in the fucking world than just, oh, we should, we should tax like consoles or we should tax companies. No. Why? Yeah. It's, no, it's, Stupid. All right, that's all I'm gonna say because I just I got a lot to say and like it's I got a lot of energy. All right, that's I stand with Troy. Okay. Well, we <laughs> both we both agree on we both agree on that it's a stupid tariff. It probably helps that some people somehow some way, but I'd rather not be paying twenty five percent on consoles, and I don't even play my Xbox as much, so it's like. Why would I want? And that was already like five hundred dollars at the time. You would pay twenty five percent more on that. Hell no. But yeah, so guys, that's a thing that could be happening. So if your console ends up costing more or your video games end up costing more, just know that's why. So now let's move on to our even bigger topic: the ninja everything. Henry, we have to discuss it. It's super major right now. It's it's been prevalent in the news for like the past two days. Unfortunately, our country has had two massive shootings in El Paso and Dayton, Ohio, right? El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. There's a current uh, first, first hashtag. Off, I, oh, first off, I want to say um, what's happening right now should not take away from the fact that many lives were lost. Um, and we can do better as a people because all these people didn't have to die and we have to do better as people and as human beings. And our condolences, condolences go out to all the families that lost a loved one in these two big massive shootings. We just want to say that because we, both of us might get a little riled up about all this stuff and it is somewhat really, it is related to video games and we might get a little riled up. So before we get into that, we, I, I think, I think, and Troy will agree with me, we both want to say um, our condolences to all the lives that were lost. Yeah, 100%, dude. 100%. Okay. All right. And now we're going to go with this uh, the hashtag right now on you. Whew. So, right now, there's a hashtag currently twin- trending on Twitter. Hashtag video games are not to blame. This is currently trending because in light of these two mass shootings that occurred over the weekend 
somehow the 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 news outlets i won't say the government per se right away right because i don't know no news outlets have gone back to the route of saying hey there was a shooting a mass shooting let's blame video games i think it might have been friday it might have been saturday probably i think right before all this occurred one lady went on fox business and had the audacity to say that playing video games and playing fortnite is equivalent to heroin being addicted to heroin right and then i think a guy chimed in and was like yeah because it can uh release dopamines and all these other things that you get when you when you take heroin Listen. you want fucking else release dopamine fucking jerking off i'm sorry but people who are like oh it releases these uh it releases endorphins and and hormones and enzymes that make you happier you know what else does that jerking off you know what else does that eating a very good pizza pizza you know what else does that having a having like a being at a party and having a couple of drinks with your friends all these things do that and the fact that you say that because video game release makes you high and gives you this this high there are things that make you naturally high that aren't drugs See, and, and i was gonna say <laughs> what, I was, what i'm gonna say off the back of that is right if you're saying it's a as dick as addictive as heroin the issue isn't heroin the issue is addiction right and anytime you have an addiction to something and you fulfill it wouldn't that release a dopamine because you're fulfilling this thing that you want so it's making you happy so don't say video games are the problem because you can be addicted to anything literally anything so the problem is not that i'm addicted to video games the the problem is i have an addiction issue how do you solve people being addictive to anything right but somehow this has all led to these shoot or i won't say that led to but the shootings occurred unfortunately and now they're saying oh video games are the issue we literally just had two years ago people from the company that i work at bethesda softworks had to go to the white house or uh the the u.s capitol and speak to the president and say hey here's the issues when people say video games are their are their cause of violence they had to like have a conversation with them with about that it was this big whole ordeal i want to say it was in 2017 because i think it was really prevalent when i went back to bethesda softworks and you know 11 hours ago president trump saying that he's saying that video games are gruesome and grisly video games and the internet are responsible for mass shooting violence and that's nuts to even and that's think that insane because here's the thing it's not video games it's gun control it's it's gun control and listen i and troy knows i i play i play airsoft on a regular basis i shoot guns i you know i do a lot of things that are oriented toward but i don't ever ever feel like my that has influenced me to become a violent person to take a gun and shoot somebody else to harm somebody in any way playing airsoft and playing video games have never influenced me to you know go to someone's house or go to someone's school or someone or some or a restaurant or somewhere 
or a nightclub and shoot somebody. And it is about it is about individualized people who who a had access to guns because there was not proper checks for these people. People who are who have murderous intention, who have given off many red flo- red flags, and people have noticed that nobody has said anything because they are scared. And is the idea that we don't need to reform video games, we don't need to reform uh, things. We need to we need to be able to look at people and know when they're giving off red flags. And on top of that, we need to be able to regulate the purchasing of a gun. The fact that somebody could still in any in in many places go buy an, an assault rifle and and just have it, you know, that's without having some kind of regulatory thing. I'm not saying there are a lot of people who are going to say like, yeah, but they're going to take away my guns. There, listen, are you a deranged maniac who's going to go on a shooting spree and kill somebody? Then no. Then why are you absolutely worried? If we have proper checks and balances for these things and people actually being screened for these kinds of things and you're in, you can, and listen, if somebody says, hey, you are sane enough and, and, and responsible enough to have a gun, wouldn't you be like, cool, I'm, I'm cool, I'm good enough, and I'm a good enough person to be able to handle a gun responsibly. Fuck yeah. But no, it becomes the idea of you're taking away my freedoms, you're taking away this. How about just, you know, just how about this, the idea of freedom over your own self and being able to realize that if somebody ever says to you, you are not physically responsible to own a gun, that maybe you should look at yourself internally and be like, maybe there is something wrong with why I'm not responsible enough to own a gun. Maybe I need to look into my own self, whether that means talking to somebody or getting help or something like that. And I'm not saying just for violence towards others. I'm saying violence towards yourself. Because there are many people who purchase handguns and purchase assault or shotguns and stuff like that who use it because they want to kill themselves. It's not about the it's not about video games. It's about the guns and it's about and it's about and it's about people. It's about human beings. And it's about people who are greedy and don't want to change things because they're afraid they're going to lose money. It's about people who are so convinced that they're losing their rights and they're losing their freedom. Yeah. Because God forbid America seems like a, a, it seems like a country in Europe or it seems like a country in Canada or it seems like Australia or it seems like all Japan because we're number one. We're always number one. Maybe we're not number one. Maybe nobody's number one. Maybe the world's kind of fucked right now. We all need to realize that not everyone's... The, that priority isn't your country. Maybe priority is the fucking earth that you live on. I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna have to drop the word and be make some people uncomfortable. All right, Henry. Yeah. So bear it. with me. Hit it. These niggas are delusional. Yeah. Here's why. Video games. Are, is a massive industry. It covers so many vast things of storytelling, art, like not even every video game doesn't even have a weapon in it. Some video games don't even revolve around killing. They re- they just revolve around everyday life, right? Take like for example, Harvest Moon. People die in the game, but they die because of like old age, illness. You know what I mean? Like it's not Harvest Moon is in a game that you will pick up and be like, "Hmm, 
I think this like make cause my kid to become in like a serial killer or a mass like murderer. No, you can't sit here and say it's this entire industry who causes this because then you're discrediting people from other countries who make video games. You're you're discrediting people who don't even make uh, or who make video games not even related to weapons or war or or death. You, in a, the very slightest of things, you blame, you're in a way blaming serious games, which help people. And not to mention, our military uses simulators, aka video games, to learn how to control drones, to try out different uh, war tactics and scenarios. Like, video games isn't just limited to the public, like, the government uses it as well. You niggas are delusional, excuse me, delusional because we're the only ones with this issue. But yet, video games are worldwide. How is that possible? How is it that video games, <clears throat> the industry of waste of wasting your time doing nothing, responsible, you know, something that's worldwide, responsible for mass shootings, 251 of them in in 2019 alone but yet our industry is responsible for it huh mm -hmm. like you guys know what the issue is but instead of saying like hey let's actually fix this issue let's actually address the issue like you just said so so many people are afraid oh, oh it's my it's my amendment i i have to own this like it's mine if you're that passionate about it, you should be even more vocal to speak up about it and say, hey, I am sane. I have a right to own this and have this in my possession. And I've never had the the act of wanting to murder people on a mass scale or even individual. Like some people want to carry it for protection because they don't know what another person is capable of. Right. Mm hmm. You guys should be the one speaking up at most and saying, you know what? I don't want them to take them away. Because if you guys don't speak up, that might be their solution is, hey, let's just take everyone's gun. Yeah, I know it's an extreme and it probably won't happen, right? But it, the people who are so passionate about like, I need to keep it. It's mine. Like, it's my amendment. You should be the one speaking up and fighting for the rights and say, hey, I don't want to make this impossible to get a weapon but i wanted to make sure it's in the hands of a responsible person now to me what's a responsible person mm, i don't know you know like humans are capable of anything you push them to the limit you know fragile brain anything blah 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 right but it should not be accessible for any and everyone to just be able to walk in and even sometimes with the license like, they shouldn't be able to do it. So, again, the fact that something, uh, industry that is worldwide and so many people play it, I think the reason that it's so easy to blame video games right now, because we just had the Fortnite World Cup, mm -hmm. you see everyone investing in esports, they're literally trying to flip it now, right? Prior to this, Every business is getting into esports. They're trying to find a way to put money into video games. Now they're seeing 
how much money is going into video games, how much time individuals are spending with video games, and how much money people are making from video games. You know what? We got to that's too much money going into that industry right now. What do we got to do to put that to a halt? Oh, these there were recent shootings, let's blame them. Like we just had this conversation with Donald Trump. Like our industry just had this conversation with him like 2 years prior. But yet here he is again in the media and the media blaming video games. It it just doesn't make any sense. Like our country cannot be this dumb to say it's video games. It's video games. And I and I honestly think at this point a majority of people are probably like it's not video games. And I could think it's a majority because of the number of people who game now being more vocal. So it seems like it's more of us. But even with us being more vocal, you can't just say it's video games because of how popular video games are. Video games have been, like, StarCraft has been popular in Korea for a long-ass time. I don't hear about mass shootings occurring in South Korea on a daily basis. I don't hear about this happening in Europe on a daily basis. But yet all these countries have video games. All these countries develop video games. Like I'm 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 just so happy that so many people in the, the gaming community aren't being quiet about it anymore. Yeah. Shout out to uh shout out to Slasher for going on Fox News uh today. Uh if you guys can find there's some clips on especially on his Twitter about him talking about it. Um in response to everything going on. Um so shout out to him for doing proud for the gaming community. Yeah, and and the whole like you said earlier, like you guys have to look at the individual. Stop looking at, look, like, even if it's a group, look at the individuals, right? To say, oh, the person who did this, you know, heinous crime, he played Fortnite. So now everyone who plays Fortnite is just a, a, a killer? No. That's not how that works. Don't Don't try to pin it because... He played this one single thing. For all we know, that could have been a stress reliever. And at some point, he no longer had it. And now, how does he relieve his stress? He goes, he, he just snaps. Yeah. But there could have been other things around that. It could have been mental health. It could have just been like, this person just had tendencies that was going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, some people... Mm -hmm. I think can just be born evil or have evil intentions. I don't think it's always going to fall back onto a mental illness per se. And I don't want to sound insensitive if, if you know, it is a mental illness thing, but I think some people are just capable of doing heinous things because they either think they, they can get away with it or in their head, in their head, they were able to rationalize it. And it's not as heinous. And it's like, well, this is how I behave. You know, I have to act out. I have to do this. And that could be the sickness that I'm not familiar with. I don't know. But the fact that people, the media, the media and our government or our president is blaming video games after they just had a conversation with him two years ago about the same thing. This is just like, it's just ridiculous. Because at this point, it's like, 
you guys are just finding any way to cop out of of not addressing the issue and you're using video games which has always been an easy fall fallback and probably even easier now that it's in in mainstream media but i don't think it's gonna work this time like no there's there's too many of us who game who are now vocal within this space for y'all to just be like it's video games and that's you know the end all be all because I feel like yeah. somehow they're going to try to find ways to do something with the law where, you know, oh, you can't buy this game or these games have to be banned. Nah, we're not rolling. Fix the real issue, gun control, not video games. You niggas is bugging. Henry, I'm sorry I had to drop that word on you a few times, but okay. that's my It's piece. okay. And we heard my piece, but guys, um, yeah, I think uh, I think I think that's how we're gonna leave this. Um, I'm gonna leave it with uh, tell your loved ones you love them. If you see some red flags, talk to people in yourself or in others. Talk to those people. Don't be afraid. You know, if you're if you're scared, you know, do the right thing. And I also want to say to people who are going to events, gaming events. Any event, cons, anime cons, anything. Be alert. Be alert. Be be in the moment, but don't be, you know, disconnected from what's going on around you. Be aware. Um, one guy who's from the Rainbow Six Siege community put out like a, a good tweet earlier. Uh, he worked in security. He was, you know, he gave some great advice in regards to it he said when you're at an event and you're indoors there should no there should be no reason for fireworks so if you hear something that sounds like a firework run if running's not an option hide if hiding is not an option and you're close enough to the shooter then fight but your priority is to get to safety so remember if you're inside an event in a building and you hear something and they weren't telling you that there was going to be fireworks at the event it's most likely not a firework it's not an in-game sound mm-hmm. get to safety please on that note let's close out let's not be so sad well if we're closing out we might close out sad but i'm sorry if we have to end sadly guys we appreciate and we love you all like Henry said, just tell everyone you love them. I love you guys. We love you. I love you. And that has been episode 27 of Till Good Game Do Us Part. Until the next episode, we'll talk to you later. Or until Good Game Do Us Part. We'll talk to you later. Later.